Welcome in the latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter. And I'm joined, as always, by my cousin, Shane, who goes by Big Orange Balls on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, man, I've, you know, I've really been appreciating, Shane, all the feedback. People are loving the bold takes. I mean, I, I think we've bowled some of these people over with some of these bold takes. You know what? I know, I know. But, you know, there's that small group. You know who you are, Georgia fans, Bama fans. we got to make bold takes to get close to you guys. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, right. as soon as you put anything that's that's not Bama or, or Bulldog related, they're just like, they shit on it. You know, which is okay. It's, just, it's to be expected. But you kind of painted yourself in that picture. You know what I'm saying? You guys have, through years and years of success, you know, it's it's tough for us to do bold takes for the Bulldog. What are we going to – bold, our bold take would be you actually losing a game. You know what I'm saying? So, right. uh, I, I love it. I love it. It's this time of the year, Mike, when we're overconfident with our teams and stuff. And, and I tell you, man, the more we talked about some of those bold takes we put on yesterday, the more confident I felt about my takes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. No, I'm right there with you, Shane. And we got the juices going. We got – uh, the Athlon Sports, I'm seeing that out. The, the, the football magazine, that's on the shelves. So, I mean, football. And, and you and these big orange walks, I mean, I, I think that's what's really getting me fired up, Shane, knowing the active countdown under 100 days to SEC football. So I got a hell of an idea on this one, Shane. We're going to discuss. I tried to limit it to 10. I couldn't even do it, Shane. We got 11, the 11 games that are going okay. to define the SEC season. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, we got a little bit of news down in Jacksonville. We got some point spreads to get to real quick. But uh, I got to ask, Shane, because people love this, I think, more than anything. The big orange walks. We're doing this early so you can get out there and, <laughs> and hit the pavement again. How, how's the walks going? Walks are going great, Mike, and, and, and getting a little bit easier. I, I appreciate it, and I feel better. And, and that's that's what's, you know, like today, I, I had a, a day off, and uh, me and the wife, instead of just lounging around the house, man, we got out and did some stuff, which I thought was really cool. So just being proactive and active, I love it. And, uh, I appreciate all the support again. And, you know, again, I, I mentioned on the last show and, and, you know, I was thinking about all my walks, you know, a hundred days, it is a commitment, uh, for me for, for exercising and walking, but you may have your own demons you know and and, and yeah. maybe you you don't do it for 100 days you know maybe whatever it is well you ain't got to do 100 days mike we're down to 93 come on you know <laughs> you keep waiting a little bit later you know we'll be in the 80s but just just take some time and and, and whatever that is just uh f- commit to it and then you know vanderbilt hawaii kicks off then we can get back to uh having some fun because i'm gonna eat and drink man i i I, i'm not one of those success stories that's gonna eat salads and shit like that all i'm not that guy you know what i'm saying in fact today my my wife got a uh chicken salad and uh she was trying to tell me how good it is don't you like fresh ingredients i was like I was like, I do. I said, but as long as it's on a sandwich or something, you know, she goes, well, that's not what I meant. So, uh, so, but at any rate, brother, I'm not that guy. I'm getting ready for fall. I'm getting ready for college football because I'm going to be eating chili. I'm going to be drinking beer. I'm going to be partying with everybody. Uh, I hope to get out to a couple games this year and, and maybe meet some fans and have some fun. Mike, that's what I'm preparing for. And so this hundred days is just kicking that off. Right. And another thing, Shane, I just, just for the listeners, I saw, you know, we're getting some feedback. I, I wish Shane would highlight this. I wish Shane would highlight that. And I'll tell you, someone this morning, Shane, they said, you got to do Darren McFadden tearing up South Carolina back in the day. So, uh, hey, the more suggestions Cousin Shane gets, the easier this gets. Because that's part of the process for him is finding these clips, thinking of what to use. So yeah. if you got suggestions, you'd you be doing him a favor. Mike, I just did one ninety four with Memphis and, and and Mississippi State, and everybody remembers it. Well, you probably not not everybody remembers, but if you had money on the damn game, or if you're a Bulldog <laughs> fan, you remember it. And and man, I was mad. I'm out there walking, pissed off because those refs still missed that call. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's the beauty of college football. It's, it takes you back in time too. So I always like those rabbit holes. And and, and speaking of process, Mike, I, I am always curious. You know, 
it's, it's a lot of folks maybe behind the scenes how this works 99% of the time Mike is coming up with a show topic and how does that work for you I mean this the show topic you got today uh, I'm excited I can't wait to, to to get into it but how did you come to it? I mean, was it like you were laying in bed and you're just like, oh my gosh, we got to talk about this or, you know, what's, what's the process? I know you go walking in the evenings. Is, is there, is there some sort of, I don't know, let us, let us in that head for a minute, Mike. How's, how's that work? Oh, it's a dangerous place to be, my friend. Trust me, that's that's a dangerous. Yeah, stay question, in the but... front. Don't go in the back. No. <laughs> but no, us talking these games. I'm seeing all this interaction with the fans. You know, we're gonna go undefeated. We're gonna do this. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do that. Other fans hating on. They're gonna get their ass kicked by this team. They're gonna get their ass kicked by that team. So, I was just trying to think, Shane. Uh, and I think people get tired of the same conversations. You know, like these. Three teams can make the playoff. The, these teams trying to make a bowl game, all that. The way I envision this, Shane, again, the 11 games that are going to define the SEC season, not necessarily saying these are the you know the only games you got to watch or anything like that, but in my mind, Shane, these games, if you're a fan of one of them, and I'm only picking conference games, so you got to be a fan of one of these teams I'm, I'm talking about in each game. If you win it, that's your path to your preseason, the goals, the expectations. If you drop it, I don't know. I don't know if you meet those expectations. So I was just sitting here racking my brain about that this morning. And again, I tried to make it as short and concise as possible. We could sit here and talk about all 80-something conference games we're going to get this yeah. fall, but I have narrowed it down to the 11 that I think will define the SEC season. That, that, and that's kind of – that's what I did today. Sometimes I sometimes I think this through a little bit more, but we are in the dog days of, of the summer, yeah. the spring, so there's just not news. A week from now, Shane, will be the spring meeting, so won't have to do – won't have to get too creative because I think the news will be flowing. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's kind of how I came up with it. Oh, I love it, Mike. I love it. And hey, guys, don't forget the uh, the the hotline. You know, you got a show topic you'd like to go over. Be sure to to reach out to us and give us a buzz. Mike, you got that number handy? Yes, sir. It's uh, 615-965-5152. And again, it's completely toll free. Doesn't cost you a thing. We've not been getting as many, Shane. We're still getting a couple, but yeah. not as many been filtering in here lately. So maybe we ought to give that out more. And, and that is in the show notes if you just want to check that out as well. But all right, Shane, let's get on with the show because I know you got to yeah. you got to get out there and you got to get to walk in here. But we I'd say it's slow, but we did have one little nugget here, Shane. I thought uh, we had to lead with this because we've been talking about it. But Florida, Georgia, in Jacksonville. You know, they're going to rip up and tear out the stadium. Well, <laughs> they have announced, Shay, they're going to keep that game. They, they have renewed the contract. It's, mm-hmm. it's essentially what I said is it happens every year. They sit around and say, do we really want to renew this? Kirby says, wouldn't it be nice to play Florida in Athens? Wouldn't it be nice to travel down to Gainesville? And then they come out with a joint statement saying, we have renewed for two more years down in Jacksonville <laughs> for 2024-2025. And I believe this will lead up to uh, Jacksonville ripping up the stadium. So, obviously, it's it's going to be after the 2025 season. So, we don't know where it will be after that. Again, it's it may be in – Maybe in Jacksonville, maybe at a Jacksonville high school game, for all I know. But oh, I'm telling you right now, Mike, the way them Bulldogs driving, they should move it over to Daytona. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. I don't think Kirby would get on board with that now that you now that you make that reference. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, can you give a reference point there, just in case you ain't in the loop, Georgia? I think what they got four speeding tickets now, rest or something like that. Yeah, just uh, here recently, Shane uh, Rosemary St. Jack is the latest. Yeah, speeding got arrested. I think he was. I don't know the full details, Shane, but I heard he was going like twenty over, weaving in and out of cars. Thankfully, unlike the Alabama corner, he didn't have uh, you know a pound of drugs on him or anything like that. So he's not going to be That's as important as in trouble but again this is uh like you said i mean i mean we we're sitting here laughing it's it's not a laughing matter shape people have died literally a teammate has died a staffer has died yet uh these things continue so it i'm just sitting here shaking my head at what the hell's going on there kirby needs to 
to lay down the put, law, I would think. Yeah, put some governors on them things, you know, just, <laughs> just so they can't go too fast. I just – maybe that was a terrible time for a Daytona joke, but I just thought that that would be a perfect spot, you know, that way. This game needs to continue, I think, at a neutral site. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, I mean, I honestly, I love the home-and-home, home, but – this game, when when both teams are at their peak, and that's that's the problem right now. There's a lot of fans that are just like, well, who cares where it's at? Well, everybody cares if Florida's undefeated and Georgia's undefeated when they meet. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think we're getting there. I think Florida's on the up and up, and 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 I think this game will be relevant again. Um, and, and I just think taking it away from that kind of, I don't know, that neutral site. There's just something about it. It's a little bit – I'm not big on neutral site games, but that's the, that's the one I'm, I'm giving the okay for. I'm curious, Shay, would you sign up for Atlanta, you know, the giant stadium down there where they have the SEC championship? Would you sign up for that the two years they anticipate the, uh, the Jacksonville stadiums on a construction? I guess you could make the argument since it's been in technically Florida this, this right. entire time. So – uh, I wouldn't be opposed to it for two years. I just don't want that to be a permanent spot. It just seems like that one gets outplayed too much, you know, especially right. Georgia. Hell, they're always in there. Maybe one in Atlanta, one in Orlando. I don't I don't know. I mean, Orlando, that's that's quite the quite the trek for uh, Georgia yeah. fans. Yeah, I mean, that's, surely you can find somewhere, Mike. I, I, I mean, there's tons of stadiums out there, and uh, for the right price, they'll let you play. But, again, you want to make it good for fans, too, so it's got to be able to accommodate. And, and worst-case scenario, there in Atlanta, it's going to be tough to, to negotiate that one. I mean, that, one's, that would be a perfect spot for those two years. Or would you rather, Shane, they just go home and home just for those two years? Because there would be some uniqueness to that as well. Yeah, I got the little devil on my shoulder. I would. I just want to see it. You know, here here's the problem. We've had this neutral game for, forever. You know, my entire life. It maybe we do it home and home. My my only concern is I like it. You know what I'm right. saying? It's like what what if it's better? And I'm like, well, I don't want to go back. You know? And they're like, oh, we've already renewed for 15 years. You know? So I I think that's the the only kicker I would have is just liking it too much, but. I still would like to see it, man. Could you imagine Florida <laughs> coming in there to Athens or them Georgia Bulldogs coming down there in the swamp when it's 150 degrees and everybody's – I mean, you know, it's just yeah. – it would be awesome to to see that. So, yeah, I'm not – I'm definitely not opposed to that. Well, they've done it maybe once before, Shane. I'm trying to think of the date when uh, – I just remember Spurrier down there. He set the all-time record for points in Sanford. I mean, he – he was piling on, you know, to, he wanted you know, that 50 burger down in down in uh, Athens. You know what would be really awesome, Mike, is if they actually let the fans decide. You know, yeah. maybe some sort of voting system where you could jump online and, and give your opinion on what you would want to see and, and instead of being told what you think they want to hear, you know. So, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, maybe just poll the audience and see what they would prefer and keep it in neutral site. Maybe move, you know, I, or maybe go back and forth one year Orlando, one year in in the swamp, whatever you want, to, or um, uh, Atlanta. You know, how about the you uh, season that. ticket holders? I think those are the best people to poll because those are the ones that will actually Keep be it simple at the games. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Keep it simple when you get your tickets. Ask them one question: Where you want that game? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of some game shade again, we got games of the year, games that will define the season coming up in just a second. But I wanted to throw this at you too, Shane. I know you love gambling. We all do here. Week one point spreads. We have them now for uh, every matchup that is not an FCS matchup, courtesy of DraftKings. Again, not a sponsor, but we're open to it, DraftKings. Wink, wink. <laughs> How about this one, Shane? Technically week zero. This is what you're counting down your walks to, but it is the first Vanderbilt game of the year. Hawaii at Vanderbilt. Commodores, favorite. Remember, I think Hawaii was favored last year. This has swung all the way, Shane, to Vanderbilt, minus 18 and a half points. God Another way. whipping coming down. Oh, can you feel that blowout brewing, you know? I, I think this is – we were told last year how bad Hawaii was, and we got to see it. It did yeah. not last long. I mean, there for a little bit it was interesting, <laughs> but then Vanderbilt just pulled away, and I think we've got a lot better Vanderbilt team this year. So, yeah, I like that. All right, how about this one, Shane? I mean, these Gators are floored that it's at this point, but uh, Thursday night, week one of the season, Florida at Utah. 
right now, according to DraftKings, Utah favored by nine and a half points. Mm-mm-mm. And I think that I think that moves. I think that needle moves a little closer to kickoff because people are out on Florida Gators. We're not one of those mics, even though some of them got upset. We didn't have any bold predictions for them, Florida Gators. But truth be told, Mike, I I, I think that I think Florida's getting shit on a little bit here, and and this is one that I may, if I'm thinking about betting on Florida, I may mm-hmm. hold off a little bit because I truly think that this is going to be a. A 14, 13, 14 point spread by the time kickoff comes around. Hmm. All right, Chad, this one we've talked many times. This line's been out a while, but I just want to bring it up because could be the game of the week opening weekend. South Carolina versus North Carolina in Charlotte. And North Carolina remains a one and a half point favorite. That that's pretty stunning to me, considering how awful North Carolina was and and South Carolina a team on the rise. It's, this is one of the biggest games of the season for the Gamecocks to to get the ball rolling. Yeah, I just think we're, we're we bought a name here. I think everybody <laughs> likes Hal. Everybody, you know, they've already put him into the the, the draft spot. So I, I think that's all this is. This is just noise. And and if you're a, if you're a true SEC fan, this is a fun one to put your money on. All right, how about us now? Some of these lower tier ones, Shane. This is where the point spreads have been revealed here by DraftKings. Ball State. Yes, Ball State. <laughs> At Kentucky, Shane, Kentucky, 26-point favorite. <laughs> Man, what a what a beating that's going to be. You know what? Oh, 26 points. How nervous are you? You know, that's one thing about those 26, 28s, 31s. You know, it's like it takes a long time to get there. And then at the end, you're like <laughs> – you know, Sparks <laughs> sitting in the backups. You're like, man, don't screw this up, guys. Just keep this. <laughs> we finally got the spread here. So uh, that's a – I'm not a huge fan of betting on those, but that shows you that, – that goes to show what they think Kentucky has up there. Yeah. Well, if you think that one's large, Shane, UMass at Auburn, the debut of the Hugh Freeze era, them Tigers, Shane, favored. By 39 and a half points. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I think oh. that one, Shane. I, I know I'm high on Auburn, but I, I, think, I'm, I think I'm betting UMass on that just because it's, it's week one, it's first game. Again, they'll, they'll kill them. Don't get me wrong. But I think, I think 35, 36, 37 point win. I don't know if I'm betting 40 plus first game of a, of a season. I don't know. What do you, what are your, what's your thoughts? Well, it's a little too early for locks, Mike, but I like the over because I think I think Hugh's going to just set the tone, man. This is what we're doing down here in the Plains. Take advantage of teams that you can beat and beat the yeah. brakes off of them, and then teams that you can't, you know, it's, I think they're going to have tighter games. So, um, no, I like the over here because if, he's, if, if that team's got a pulse, man, they're going to want to put some points up. It's been a while okay. since they scored them, you know? I mean, under Brian Harson, I don't think Auburn could score forty points in a game. No, no, yeah, that's right. You would put, you'd say two games. Can Auburn get to forty in two games? I'd be like, oh, I don't know. All right, how about New Mexico, Shane at Texas A and M? We got to get the ball rolling early in College Station. The Maggie, Shane, favored by thirty-seven and a half points. I mean, we got us some barn burners here, week one. Now that one's scary, Mike. That one's scary because there's going to be part of you when it's seven to three, wondering if this thing, you know, if Texas A&M's got thirty more points in them. So I hope they do. I hope they take the over. But there's no way in hell I'm putting money on this game. Mm-hmm. All right. How about you'll like this one, Shane? Tennessee versus Virginia. This game's in Nashville. A lot of fans thought it'd be a little bit closer of a spread than Vols. Shane favored. Guess guess the line. I don't know if you've seen this yet or not. I haven't. Uh, 13. See, that's what Vol Nation was thinking, Shane. 27-point favorite for the Vols. <laughs> oh, man. That's Milton doing all that legwork up there in New York. You know what I'm saying? We're supposed to be under the radar, Bazooka Joe, and you're just out there just knocking people over with football. So, I, I, I think – I think this is exciting for for Tennessee Vol fans, but uh, man, that's a lot of points, brother. That's a lot of points, and that's this isn't a division. You know, this ain't a Division Two squad or anything. This is right, these are right. some big boys up in the ACC. So, uh, and Nashville neutral site game. So, yeah, right. that, that's an interesting one. 
How about uh, Middle Tennessee at Alabama, Shane? Crimson Tide favored, obviously, by 37 points. Mm, not enough, Mike. Not enough. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is this is a – there's some butthurt coaches on that staff from last year, and I think they opened it up this year and, and still trying to find a quarterback. They're going to have probably three quarterbacks with two touchdowns in this game. Give me the over on that one. <laughs> And then last one, Shane. Again, this one, this line's been out, but they it's adjusted a little bit. I think Florida State opened as a favorite, Shane, and we were saying bet LSU while you can. LSU currently listed as a two point favorite against Florida State in the opener in Orlando. I don't think that's enough. Do you? No, two scores maybe. But I, I this is <laughs> I, I, I'm not a fan of FSU. I don't think they're as good as people say they are, and. And I and I think LSU's better than people think they are. So I, I, right, I you right. put that recipe together. You got you got a lot of points on your hands. So I'm not locking them down just yet. But man, I'm telling you, that hundred dollars starting to burn a hole in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. So let's get to the games that will define the SEC season. And I just want to make a little caveat here, Shane, make, make sure you and the audience fully understand. I mean, you could easily say the Egg Bowl, paramount mm-hmm. to both those fan bases, the Iron Bowl, uh, Florida State, Florida, Missouri, Arkansas, even though Arkansas does not you know, count that as a rivalry, I think it is, Clemson, South Carolina, of course. Those games are huge, and they're – I'm not saying they're not important because they're critically important to keeping your fan base happy, to keeping your coach's seat cool. But to me, Shane, it doesn't define the season, at least in the sense I'm saying, because it, these are the last games of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're five at six going into the – and you beat Clemson. I shouldn't even have said that. <laughs> yeah, South South, a lot of yeah, like, you know, they're putting this together. Wait a minute, Mike. You may want to edit that one out. <laughs> Let's say you already, ba- you already ran them through the mud today with, with Missouri, so you may want to cut this one out. Well, whatever the record is, is the point, Shane. You beat Clemson, yeah. you'll be you'll be excited. But the, it will not make or break your season because we're at right. South Carolina. We're thinking more. We're thinking challenging Georgia. We're trying to climb that SEC ladder. So does that make sense I'm, why I'm not including any of these big rivalry games at the end of the season? Yeah, I'm curious how you tweak this one out. I mean, because you only got so many characters, but – <laughs> yeah, I, I think that does make sense, Mike. You're you're not saying that that these games, especially rivalry games, are not important. They are super important, but do they dictate how your season ends? And I, that that makes sense to me, and I think it does to the listeners. Okay, okay, perfect. So I'm going to do this in reverse order, Shane. So the last game we talk about, in my opinion, will be the biggest game that will define the SEC this fall. So does that make sense? So so again, we're starting with number eleven. Yeah, yeah. Least least matters. I got it. Right, but still very important. That's everyone on these would not have made the cut if it didn't matter, Shane. Mike, this is only ten percent of the games. So they, if right. they're on this list, in your mind, it means something. So yes, I am very curious. <laughs> now you got now you're building this thing up, Mike. <laughs> Who the hell you got down here at eleven? All right, number eleven, Shane. Big big time matchup used to be the game of the year in the SEC, and who knows, it could be in a couple years. Tennessee at Florida. Shane, I think this is paramount. It's the SEC opener for both teams. We've talked about it quite a bit this offseason. Tennessee cannot afford to lose in the swamp if they are going to continue to challenge Georgia for the East. And Florida, same deal. I mean, I don't know. Let's say even you beat Utah in the opener. Can you really drop your first SEC game, especially at home, when you got trips to Kentucky, you got Georgia on a neutral field, you got a trip to South Carolina, on and on and on. I mean, it's a tough road for Florida. They have got to beat Tennessee, in my opinion, if they're going to climb this SEC ladder. So you can see why this game made this list. It's huge, I think, for both teams. Oh yeah, and I think that's that's why you brought Billy in here, man, I, to beat teams like Tennessee, to finally get to the point where they can be competitive with games like Georgia. I think it all starts like the Vols. When you look at it, and I know it's I'm a Vol fan, and you you look at the, 
the Florida matchup, and you're not phased right now. But, you know, as an old Vol fan, you look the last 20 years, there's been plenty of times I was dreading this game. You know what I'm saying? And and that's – I think the, the part is now's the time. Like, are we going to have some separation here? Because you don't know how long Florida's going to be down. I guarantee it's not forever. But right. is this the year that they take the step forward? This is the one – this is the game that really – I mean, Utah is going to be a fun, exciting game, you know, and, and even if they drop that one, we're still not going to know what kind of team Florida Gators are until this matchup right here. And I think with Tennessee – it's are we going to have a repeat of next year? Are we going to take a step back because we don't have Hendon Hooker anymore? So, yeah, I, th- I think this is a, a very important game because it, it's a gauge for both these programs in the East and who, if anyone, can compete with Georgia this year. All right, how about this one, Shane? We have been signaling the alarm, Shane. This is a big-time matchup. I think people that don't listen to this show, SEC casuals, not on their radar but I think this is a huge game, Shane. And and up there, your favorite fan base in the SEC, Missouri, they're they're ringing the bells because they know all about it, Shane. LSU at Missouri, sixth week of the season, I believe. It's paramount, Shane, because if Missouri is going to have this great run that you boldly think they can do, mm-hmm. they have got – they don't have to beat LSU because, again, I think LSU, as do you, you know, we think LSU is going to be very – very good. You could still drop to to LSU and still have a hell of a year. Could still have a 10-win season. But I just think it would kind of announce to the SEC, hey, Missouri's legit. They won right. at home over LSU. And, and I would say the opposite for LSU, Shane. It's going to be a tough environment. It's an environment they're not used to. They've lost the only other time they played there. And if they fall to Missouri, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Missouri, but if they can't beat Missouri – how in the hell are they going to win it at Alabama? How are they yeah. going to beat A&M? How are they going to beat Ole Miss on and on and on? I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think it's – I think the pressure on this one will be on LSU to to come away with the win on the road. Yeah, and I think I think LSU has probably one of the most – you talk about pressure, Mike. I mean, there is pressure on LSU. You go to an SEC West first year, you've got mm-hmm. a quarterback down there that they're claiming is the, the next Heisman. I mean, there's pressure. And and how do they handle it? Last year they didn't they didn't have pressure. Just go out there and do your best, you know. Try to do a little yeah. bit better than we did last year. That <laughs> that was the the momentum. But then it just picked up toward the end, and we started saying, "Damn, if Brian gets his guys down here, what's this team going to look like?" Well, we're, I've already seen it, Mike. You've been on record saying that there's a chance LSU could win a national championship. Man, you talk about pressure. Mizzou doesn't have pressure, and they got one of the easiest schedules to, to, to start the season. I mean, short of Kansas State, I mean, there's a real opportunity that they hit this LSU game just right, that there's there's freaking 7-0. and oh. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? There's, th- yeah. this, there's some real momentum shots here, and I think that's important too because Eli needs it, man. Drink needs it. He needs an extension. They need to either fully commit to this thing or, you know, start getting them paid. But I like the little things they're doing behind the scenes with the NIL in Missouri. I mean, it's just – it's just there's, – there's, Mizzou could be something, brother. And and it all starts with getting this season kicked off right. But hitting that LSU game at the right time, I, I think that would be just monumental for that program. Yeah, speaking of LSU, Shane, they're on this list – Several times. So they got a lot of crossroad games, including next on my list, number nine, LSU at Mississippi State. This is annually kind of like a crossroads games. When Mississippi State wins this matchup, they typically go on to have an outstanding season. And when LSU drops it, it's usually one of those years where they fall short of expectations. Uh, this is, I believe, the first conference game – for Mississippi State, and I don't know, a lot on the line for Zach Arnett to kind of, you know, certainly, let's not say, you know, first couple of games he could lose the fan base, but, yeah. hell, I think I think Joe Moorhead lost the fan base pretty damn quick when he lost That's to right. Dan Bullard's Florida team. So, again, different story, but this, you know, there's there has to be Mississippi State fans that are on the fence about Zach Arnett, I, even though all the ones we're hearing, they're fired up, they expect high things. But he goes out here and he whips LSU at home. Every single Bulldog in that fan base is – they're going to be demanding 
that uh, we give him a contract extension. You know what I mean? So, or, or a pay raise or something. So I think this is a big, big game for both LSU and Mississippi State. Yeah, absolutely, brother. I'm I'm just pulling up the schedule because I am curious coming in. So Mississippi State will be coming off an Arizona game, looking mm-hmm. forward to a South Carolina game. LSU would be coming off uh, who they got here. They'll be coming off Grambling State, and then after that they got Arkansas. So, yeah, not really a trap game scenario, but it just seems like that's your focus for for three weeks of football. You know, if you're if you're just doing a pulse of the next three games, that that LSU is going to definitely have Mississippi State circled, and and vice versa, mm-hmm. of course. So I think that's going to be a hell of a matchup, Mike. September sixteenth, man, that's going to be fun, and it's going to be there in Starkville. So bring your cowbells, guys. You're going to need them. <laughs> <laughs> now, how about this one, number eight on my list, Shane? Arkansas versus Texas A&M in Arlington. Again, this is. A lot of the same things I could say about uh, LSU-Mississippi State. It seems like whoever wins this game typically exceeds expectations. Whoever drops it, good luck, brother, because uh, mm-hmm. I, I think part of that is just because it's it's at the front side of the schedule and you still got the SEC gauntlet to go. So this is an opportunity for momentum. This is an opportunity to get buy-in to two programs that uh, we have seen, Shane, in recent seasons. They could go one of two ways with, with hype and expectation. They can embrace it. And they go on to great things. Or they stub their toe and they fall short and drop games they shouldn't. So mm-hmm. this is also a game, I think, Shane, both fan bases expect a win, even though yeah. Arkansas's not had a ton of success against A&M. But I still think they think they can win every year and should win every year. It's, it always comes down to a, a doink or a, <laughs> you know, a special teams error or, or what yeah. have you. They're very, very close games more often than not. So uh, Arkansas versus Texas A&M, that's huge for both teams, I think. Absolutely, Mike. And, and I, think, I think you hit the nail on the head because if you look at these guys and what they've been able to do since, hell, since 2017, it's almost mm-hmm. always been a – one score game it comes down to the wire and and you know i think the big the big one too is like arkansas wants this like they they want it texas a&m just doesn't want to lose it that's kind of what it feels like so i think it's a bigger win obviously for an arkansas but if that were to happen it's a bigger loss for texas a&m and that seat's already hot buddy you cannot afford to lose this one jimbo Mm mm-hmm all right, how about this one, Shane? This is emerging as one heck of a little rivalry here, and be fascinating to see if this remains on the annual schedule. Which, you know, we'll find out hopefully in about a week and a half. But uh, Florida at Kentucky. Kentucky has owned Florida here recently. It's it's stunning after not being able to get over the Gators for thirty plus <laughs> years. Now they've beaten them every year. This is another one, Shane, where Billy Napier has got to turn the tide. And it's interesting, just like that last game we referenced, Shane, I think both fan bases expect yep. to win this game. And that's kind of a theme with these where <laughs> no one's going to be happy if they lose this game. Florida sure as hell is not going to be happy losing to Kentucky. Kentucky sure as hell not going to be happy losing to Florida, who they beat multiple times in a row, including in Gainesville. So yeah. you got to win this one, I think, if you're Kentucky to have a great season. You got to win this one if you're Billy Napier to keep the the seat cool under you. Uh, man, this this may not even be high enough on this list. No, and and it's and it's a I think it's a tough spot for the Florida Gators. You got to remember by this point they've already played Tennessee, they've already played Utah. You know, mm-hmm. they've had some pretty tough opponents and Kentucky's just kind of, yeah, here's Ball State, you know, here's Here's uh, Joe Blow's university down the street. They've, they they kind of ramped up very slow. Vanderbilt's their toughest matchup in four games. And then here you got Kentucky. So, or um, uh, Florida, I apologize. But I, th- I think that's the key is just you're going to get a team that may be beat up a little bit too. So, Florida Gators cannot afford to drop this one because if they do, there's a real shot they've lost three games. And Kentucky can't afford it because that's their momentum. How can we talk about Kentucky competing in the East for the the East Championship 
and then lose to the Florida Gators. So I, I, I think it's a very pivotal matchup, and, and I love one of my favorite games because it's so early in the season, and it just kind of sets the tone for the East. Yep. All right, how about this one, Shane? Number six on my list. I think this is developing into a nice little rivalry here. They're stealing coaches from one another. They're going after each other's recruits. They're going after each other's players. And these coaches, Shane, they do not like each other from what I'm hearing behind the scenes here. Ole Miss at Auburn. I think this is going to be a critically important game for both because Ole Miss, you know, you got you managed to keep Lane Kiffin. Yeah. You, you cannot lose, I think, to a program that tried to steal your coach away. And at Auburn, you saying, hey, we didn't really even want Lane Kiffin. We got our guy. You know what I mean? So if yeah. Auburn's going to take that leap up, I think they got to beat a program like Ole Miss. Otherwise, they're, they're going to remain in the bottom half of the West and, and kind of vice versa for Ole Miss. You, you can't lose to Auburn and finish mm-hmm. ahead of them in the standings more than likely. So this was always a great matchup when it was Gus Malzahn and Hugh Freeze. I anticipate something similar when it's Lane Kiffin and, and Hugh Freeze annually going head-to-head, hopefully in the, in the new SEC scheduling model. We'll see. But Ole Miss at Auburn, that's a big game in my opinion. Very, very, very big game, Mike. And, and I think this game's going to get bigger every single year, like you said. You you look at Hugh Freeze, you look at Lane Kiffin, I mean, you can almost see the stories of brewing. You know, There's going to be controversy <laughs> on the recruiting trail and in the transfer portal. Yeah, this is the next version of, of drama, in, in my opinion. It's going to happen. We'll, we'll play coy for a little bit, but this thing's going to get – eventually it's going gonna, it's gonna to get pretty nasty. And, and the hard part for Auburn is is the scheduling. I mean, if you look at what they've got, I think they got Texas A&M. Uh, if I'm not – here, i got it pulled up here. Uh, Texas A&M, they got Georgia, LSU, and then mm. Ole Miss. I mean, this – if you're looking at a list – uh, Hugh, Free- Hugh Freeze does not have a lot of expectations, won't have a lot of pressure his first seasons, but games like Ole Miss are ones that he signed and said, hey, we can beat these guys year one. That's right. that's the mentality that they have down there in the plains. So I, I think there's going to be a lot of pressure. Not not a lot of pressure, but definitely more on, on Lane Kiffin here because you know Ole Miss is expecting to win this thing. All right, Shane, we're into the top five and – Maybe I'm a little biased, Shay, but I think this is potentially, right now, as of today, a top five rivalry in the SEC. I've, I keep mentioning it, and it's not slowing down anytime soon, brother. <laughs> South Carolina at Tennessee, number five on my list. And, and same deal, Shane. This, this basically epitomizes what I'm saying. South Carolina, you whoop Tennessee. I got to hear about it about 20 times, and we're, we're five months removed from that football game. That Fans want me to remember that game as if I didn't live it, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah. South Carolina, you cannot lose to Tennessee after whipping them, I don't think, if you're going to have this great year. Same deal, Tennessee. You got to swing that back. This is the one that burnt you last year. You cannot fall to Shane Beamer's South Carolina program two years in a row and sit here and say, we're back, baby. We're we're going to compete for the playoff. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Well, hell, you can't even beat South Carolina at home. This is hugely important, in my opinion. What What's your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. This is this is going to be a fun, fun football game, I hope, Mike. And, and, and because you're right, it's the chirping. And we've got more days of it, brother. We've got well over 100 days of South Carolina holding that – that that trophy over us and and that's okay that's okay that's what college football is about and that's what makes these games more important man because i I remember there's been plenty of years when tennessee and south carolina was was not fun i mean hell used to give away tickets yeah not not i wouldn't say give away but you know what i'm saying it's like one of the cheaper ones like if you want to take your kids that's the one you're going to you know you want to take your buds to a florida game or something like that but south carolina and staff have built them a pretty nice monster down there and and tennessee got a dose of it last year and i I think that's important because here's two fan bases that if you poll right now 50 50 are going to think that they're supposed to win the game so i I, that's when you that's when you get the fireworks and that's that's when you 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 get the storylines of the and the and the and the ribbon the rest of the season because that's boy there's going to come from i'll tell you this right here mike if south carolina beats tennessee 
Shane I'm, ain't I'm, showing up for that next show. No, I'm, I'm missing it, man. I ain't calling the hotline. I ain't doing shit, Mike. I ain't showing up. I, I can't believe it. But I will say this. If Tennessee starts laying it into South Carolina, they will not stop. This will be the biggest blowout you've ever seen in SEC football because I guarantee Heupel, Heupel's got a little – he's got a little bit in him. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it oh, is, yeah. but – I mean, he's got that gamemanship. Of course, he's going to be nice or whatever. But, you know, I don't know. You let one – that was an opportunity to go to college football playoff. That's stuck with him. And and don't think that he's going to just keep airing it out there toward the end like he did. Who was it against last year? Was it Mizzou? Missouri. There was a, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, he's got a little bit of it in him. That's probably because right, about- he used to play Mizzou. Have you ever thought about that? Maybe. I, I, and of course, Eli came out earlier in the offseason, and, and he said those those comments. You know, shit mm-hmm. like that makes me wonder if there wasn't a little bit of a revenge factor here. So that's that's oh, what yeah. I'm saying. If you really think Tennessee's going to win this thing, buddy, they're going to they're gonna blow the doors off of them. But to flip the coin, if Beamer feels like he's got the opportunity, just like last year, he ain't going to take his foot off the gas. Uh-oh, he's here. Yeah, beamers everywhere. <laughs> All right, we're in the top four, Shane. And the only reason this game does not rate higher, I genuinely think this could be the game that decides the SEC West. But it is the last week of the season. So what's my confidence level that it will be? It's it's obviously not as high. Otherwise, it would be a little bit higher on this list. But I think it's going to be huge for both teams. Texas A&M at mm-hmm. LSU, final week of the season. Again, if it is the game that decides the West, we probably got to put it up here one or two. But I just don't have full confidence that it could be. But this is a hell of a rivalry, Shane. A&M, dead in the water. LSU playing for a potential playoff berth. And A&M whooped them good down there in College Station. I'm curious to see how Brian Kelly and company will respond next season. But uh, A&M. LSU, one of the best games annually on the SEC schedule. This feels like a little bit of a gut check here, Mike. Is it? Are you just feeling like they're going to have a good season? Because if one of these teams fall off, not that they would, but if they fall off, then this game clearly is not as important as some of these others. So you're thinking that there's a because there's a chance these guys are fighting for a Western division that that's why this game's more important. Yes. I mean, I I think yeah. it could – again, I think it could be the game that decides the West. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm – okay. I'm – I hope so. <laughs> that means we got some good football coming, Mike. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, uh, yeah. I'm with you there. I, I think this is – games, you look in the past, there's been some awesome matchups between these two teams. And there's some – there's some – there's some heat, you know. I mean, we got athletic oh, yeah. directors moving around and shit like that. So, obviously, there's, there's a little bit of that animosity, but – uh yeah this this could be a this definitely will be a fun game i think even regardless even if they have bad seasons this is still gonna be a good matchup now the game that'll probably decide how big a&m at lsu is shane is number three on my list alabama at texas a&m if a&m <laughs> can do it again on in kyle field knock off papa old nick saban which i mm-hmm. certainly think you know, I give them, I give them a puncher's chance here. They, for whatever reason, they play Alabama as well as anybody in the country. Uh, give me Alabama at Texas A&M, number three on my list. Yeah, this one's this one's fun. This one's always fun to watch. It was fun to watch last year, even in Tuscaloosa coming down to the wire. So, it, it, little bit, it's personal. You know, Texas A&M thinks they can beat Bama. Bama knows they can beat Texas A&M. That's what this game's all about. But they will be reminded the last time they were in College Station how that thing turned out. So this one's going to be awesome. It's going to be. I think it's going to be an awesome matchup, and uh, I can't wait to see this one. The Kyle, Kyle Field will be freaking nuts. I mean, it'll be absolutely nuts. You're going to have to get there like three hours early to watch this game. <laughs> now, number two on my list, Shay, for your sake, I hope it doesn't rain. Georgia <laughs> at Tennessee. I mean, this legitimately – could be the game. I think most people anticipate it will be the game that decides the East. No promises that it will. It is late in the season, second to last weekend of the season. So uh, Tennessee could be out of contention by that point. I think that's fair to to say that could be the case. Georgia, 
probably be undefeated and huge favorites, but that's why we love college football, Shane. And the favorite does not always win. Georgia at Tennessee, number two game that will define the SEC season next year. Mike, that's going to be a fun one. It's going to be an absolute blast to watch. And, and you know, by the time – you know, it's used to these guys played earlier. So, by the time they meet now, it's there's no question mark who the quarterbacks are or who the – you know, all the depth chart, all that stuff, it doesn't matter. Now it's competitive depth and trying to stay healthy because mm-hmm. this is going to be an absolute bloodbath and I think it's going to be a fun, fun game to watch and – uh, maybe them balls get them. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, we got Bama last year. <laughs> We're, I'm going to do this. I, I know Georgia fans get tired of it, but you know, they, you're on a pedestal right now, and you're the one. Everybody's got a. You got a bullseye on your back. Every every Saturday you go in, everybody wants to knock off the defending two time national champs. I mean, who doesn't? So uh, you're going to get the best football from every team you play, and and Knoxville it'll be no different. Right, so number one on my list, Shane. I wonder if you can guess it. Any any idea who it'll be? It's, I think it's kind of obvious. Number one, Alabama LSU. Yes, sir. <laughs> Alabama hosting LSU after Brian Kelly and company knocked off the Crimson Tide. I mean, this game could be hugely important. Again, that uh, I say A and M LSU could decide the West. I. This is probably the game that does decide the West. That's why I put it number one. You know, these it depends on who you ask, Shane. Some people like Alabama, some people like LSU, and then some the wild card, of course, A and M, which there could be other wild cards, but uh, who knows? I mean, even LSU could potentially lose this game and still win the West, but it's that's going to be incredibly difficult. I I just think this game is going to be utterly important to the SEC season, LSU-Alabama. And I think, Shane, this will define a lot. I mean, if Alabama loses two years in a row, yeah. particularly at home, to a rising LSU, uh, good luck. Good luck. A young a young LSU. That's, that's – that's, and not that Bama's not, but – Bama's always been able to reload and and just keep going and and chugging along a, a new a new team in in the division that just got your number it's it's a little tougher man it's a tougher pill to swallow but I think that's why we like the SEC so much man is because there's not that huge separation with the top anymore I mean when you think of the best teams you got it's a, every time you talk to them they're like well it's it's got to be Georgia but Damn, Alabama and LSU ain't far behind. <laughs> Texas, whoever you're talking to, Texas A&M, Tennessee ain't far behind. South Carolina and Kentucky's coming up, you know. So that's what I love about the SEC this year especially. It's just you can make the case that any of these teams can make a run. And, and you know, even Auburn. Uh, I know you, 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 had, you got me committed. And those bold takes, man. I'm like, damn, Auburn may be something here. That's right. He has been playing around in that portal. So, I, I don't know. I, I think every one of these games are going to be awesome to watch. And uh, there's going to be some upsets we ain't even hitting on right now. You know, right. it, it may be a, a Florida and LSU. You know, the one LSU game you didn't talk about. So, there's there's going to be some awesome <laughs> epic matchups coming up. But uh, it gets ex- – I'm excited talking about these yeah any games you know i know i'm putting you on the spot i'm throwing it at you without you being prepared but any games stand out that maybe i missed or, or should have included you know i thought about kentucky south carolina because that's yeah. turning into a nice one but it's the second to last week of the season so i i think those teams will be fairly defined by then uh maybe arkansas old miss Ar- so that's always a yeah. fun game well, I like the even the Arkansas Mizzou. I think that's a that's a fun yep. little rivalry. Uh, even though some don't admit to it, South Carolina Mizzou. I think that's a good one. Uh, mm-hmm. Kentucky. I think that one's good. Kentucky South Carolina is a fun one to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think here, Texas A and M and just about anybody. I mean, you can make the <laughs> hell that Texas A and M Tennessee match out. I'm telling you, that's a bigger game than people think. Uh, yep. It will be. It will be an exciting matchup, but. Yeah, all of them, man. Just I'm mashing them helmets. I'm looking at your your my eyes keep drifting down here at your helmets, and I'm just imagining some of these teams playing. But no, there's 
there's no wrong answer here, Mike. I think there's going to be some excellent football played this this year, and and uh, I'm kind of on board with you here. This list now, I know there's a few listeners probably thinking that there should be a little bit higher, and yeah, you know, like you said, the Iron Bowl and and maybe some of these uh, these SEC rivalries at the end of the season. But no, these are the games, Mike. This is the, the this is in the middle. This is what kind of chooses your path and, and and where you're going. Are we a bowl team? Are we a college football playoff team? You know, are we going to win an SEC championship? All these are going to get played out one way or the other, but uh, it's just it's just fun just kind of daydreaming about them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, I would even, you know, I'm sitting here thinking as well, Shane, can't overlook Missouri Vanderbilt. That was a tight game last year, and yeah. for the reason – I know you're very high on Mizzou, but we've kind of referenced this before. If they drop one of these games that we're just automatically chalking up as a W, then mm-hmm. it, that could define their season. It could define Vanderbilt going to the postseason. They, they're going to have to steal some SEC games along the way. Missouri, Kentucky, Florida, Auburn, all on the schedule. Those are all games to keep your eye on. I just – I don't know. I'm sitting here hyping up. Auburn I can't I, it's it'd be tough for me to sit here and say well they're gonna lose to Vanderbilt you know what I mean so yeah. uh, the, many yeah, Vanderbilt it, it games does, you know what it does feel like there's a game or two that Auburn's just gonna pull off an upset there's a there's mm-hmm. a game or two that maybe Mizzou that's that's I kind of rope them in they're just those teams that are dangerous out there I'm, I'm looking at uh South Carolina I mean we may all be wrong we I mean South Carolina may be legit and next thing you know they're just they're just beating the brakes off all these teams, and we're like, damn, you know. So you just mm-hmm. never know, brother. And that's that's the beautiful part is that they got to play at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We Can't stop talking forever. about it, get to watch it. You know what? That's it, man. We're only what ninety three days until it, so uh, we're we're getting there. We'll be in the eighties before you know it. Seventies countdown. I'm telling you, it sneaks up on you. Yep. Well, brother, I appreciate you. You got anything before we hop off the line? Oh, that's it, brother. Again, that hotline. You guys got show topic ideas? Be able to send them our way. I, I love the support, man. We got these bold takes out there. I got to see some more bold takes. There's some, I mean, there's some passionate fan bases out there, Mike. Hell, even uh, Lane Kiffin tweeting at us, rat poison. He's, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to hear that. So, uh, now that's that's what I love about it. Just the the poking and and pro- because when these teams play, it means more. It just feels better. So I, I'm I'm. I'm pumped up. We're gonna we're gonna stoke that fire all summer long, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one last time for Sh- cousin Shane referenced the hotline 615-965-5152. If you got a show topic or something, send it our way because we need it this time of year. But that's all we got on this episode of the show. I appreciate you as always. I appreciate each and every one of you for hanging out. We'll catch you on the next one. All right, see you guys. Go balls. Hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the Pirate, and the Pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.